Hello, everybody, and welcome to Music Is Everything podcast with me, Matt Hornby, and my very good friend, Andrew Groves. Hello. Andrew. Hello. I think this is going to be uh, my favourite. It's already titled my favourite title <laughs> of all podcast episodes so far. Mm. Everything, everything is everything. Exactly. So today, if you haven't guessed about all the everythings, we're going to be talking about the band Everything, Everything. Yeah. Who are actually way less well known than I thought. Okay. I think the general, and I'm talking about, you know, Andrew Groves' bullshit consensus, but my general opinion is that I know probably more people who are un- or were unaware of them as a band mm-hmm. than are aware of them as a band. Um, I thought they were a lot, I don't know, maybe it's just my subset, I don't know, but just I've recommended them to a lot of people who are like, oh, I've never, I've never heard them or never. Yeah, to, yeah, to be fair, they've only come up for me with friends, hmm. uh, but the friends who've recommended them are A, incredibly into them hmm. and B, generally people whose opinion I trust. Okay. Uh, to as in like quality level of recommendation. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I'm quite interested because um, well, for my my personal thing here is that I'm aware of them. I've heard of them. Mm. I know they're from Manchester, uh, which is again I'm already like okay, I need to get on side here. You know <laughs> my people, yeah. uh, <clears throat> but. And I've had a little bit of exposure to like the main singles um, and some of the really, you know, more popular songs. They've popped up in our listening parties a, a little bit. Mm. Oh, oh, that's cool. Mm. But, and then, so for me, they're a band I want to get into, mm-hmm. but I am Dr. Doctor, help me. I need to get into a band. <laughs> uh, I'm, I need, I need a bit of a, yeah, I need I need I need some guidance to be honest, and I think that my my guts tells me that it'll be worth it. As in, that there's a place for me there, but I just don't know where it is. I think one of their principal achievements is that they are a band of immense quality. As a as a as a unwritten contract, and as just I think they attract people looking for a, a level of quality. But I think also what they and, and what really brought me to them is that they really cover a pretty wide range of music, whilst kind of sort of digesting that and and doing very much their own thing. Mm-hmm. And while there may be some elements that are, and certainly as you go through the records, there are some records that lean a, a certain direction or maybe there's kind of a bit more of an, a stronger influence. 
they really have their own pocket mm-hmm. of exceptional quality, in my opinion, exceptional songwriting. The production is exceptional. They're incredible live band. Inc- all of them are incredible musicians, some of whom I would rate as my favourite in their... Um, wow. In their, uh, uh, you know, their specific uh, 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 talents. Um, I think uh, lyrically, again, as far as a like a standout, something that, and I wouldn't even say I'm a particularly a lyric guy. And so, for for uh, John's lyrics to to really stand out to me the way they do. And his kind of again, like a, they they kind of really seem to in, ingest and digest so many styles, and then and then and then kind of bring them out in these in these kind of brilliant kind of juxtapositions and and like two styles rubbing against each other, but still it's very much their own style. And same for the lyric, two lyrical ideas that are kind of opposing to one another or maybe have an interesting relationship and, and, and kind of, again, lyrically like sort of showing the similarities and the differences between them or, or maybe having, you know, there's a, there's a sense of humour in there as well. Okay. Um, and I think, I, so I'm certain that I think musician, any musician who is looking for a band of quality and, and just like a, like a guaranteed sense of, of songwriting and devotion and dedication and, and talent and, and, uh, and just, just, just good, good music. Yeah. yeah. I, I honestly cannot say enough um, about them as someone who put off listening to them for a very long time. Okay, fine. So you might relate to my situation here. Because mm. so you get, you get the, so that, that element of quality comes across, like even just a brief read about them, you're like, oh, Ivan Novellos and Mercury Mm-mm. Music Prizes, and all this, all the very kind of highbrow stuff. Mm. Um, I think it's, it's, so my current part, I don't know what, what to expect. I don't know where, where, place them okay and so so i think the first song i heard of theirs was the song i think it was distant past yeah it Mm -hmm. was distant past from get to get to heaven Mm -hmm. and i got like 1975 vibes uh kind of festival anthem vibes uh like indie rock vibes Mm -hmm. you know and I th- that kind of set the tone a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, a Foles maybe a bit. As yeah, well. they, they, and they taught they're very good bedfellows as well. So yeah. Okay, fine. Okay. So um, and then uh, can't do from Fever Dream, mm-hmm. Desire from Fever Dream, mm-hmm. and then Camo Sabi from Mark. Okay, sure, sure. So that that that's like the breadth of my. I could listen to it and go, oh, I know that song. Sure. Um, but but going in, yeah, so I kind of got the like, oh, is it, is it is it too poppy? Is that all I should be expecting? Like, is the does it go broader? Right. Um, okay. So, yeah. Um, obviously, I kind of think they're very electronic band, um, it seems. But yeah, that's the, 
1975 Foles thing was where they ended up in my mind. Okay, so I would say to answer your question in an un-Andrew Groves uh, manner, yes, there is much more width um, and girth uh, to be found. Um, uh, My my statement, my previous statement still applies. Um, uh, They often write as a second single there is often a kind of track two, which kind of is actually, I I think they, maybe that most of those are track twos. Um, that is like, they have that ability mm-hmm. and it's, and it's certainly there. There is definitely an indie rock. There's a math rock influence. There's certainly a big pop influence going, going way back. There's definitely, uh, you know, eighties, nineties to, to now. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a love of of that as well and some of those sensibilities which again when i kind of reference them as as quality is that they do those things i in my opinion better than ha- has been done and also kind of with a a very refreshing take and a very refreshing spin on it so it's never quite indie rock it's never quite kind of pop music but they oh, yeah. seem to have kind of digested that i think it just so happens that the singles you've listened to are very much in that pocket. And sure. so I would say, for example, like there's, um, for example, on the album A Fever Dream, mm. I would say there's actually a heavy prog influence right. that comes through on that record. There's quite a lot of guitar riffs, which actually is not necessarily something that had kind of appeared for a while. And it's a lot, I would say, again, there's a lot more kind of band feature um within uh, uh, that record as well. Um, uh, and they kind of, again, they kind of, it, it, it very much from record to record seem to explore their their width as such. I'd say maybe mm. the first record, Man Alive, is a, is a, is a very pop, is a, is a very poppy record. And, and again, it, I feel like what they do really well is take those sensibilities and digest them, take that pop sensibility, that great chorus, the great kind of, um, melody writing, the kind of the structures, the, um, uh, the, the melodic sensibilities and they take them and then they, they put that through something else and they, they kind of seem to ingest those elements and, and make a great song that isn't a pop song, but it's taken those the, the best parts of that, those pop ideals, taken the best parts of that kind of indie music or maybe prog or electronica, and they've kind of like filtered it through their own kind of system and, and kind of digested it and then really kind of brought something out that's kind of got all the best elements of that. So like I say, there's big rock guitar. Alex is an amazing, mm. like, I would say, closer to a jazz guitarist than a <laughs> than a rock guitarist very much uh, uh you know i think he plays like a like a big i think like a i think it's actually an an epiphone but like a, it's mm. like a big arch it's not like a 335 but it's a 335 alike and a vox um a casino or something and um but his parts are incredibly intricate and clean and inventive they have these really cool kind of math rock leanings a lot of um chord inversions um seemingly the bass player is easily my favorite bass player maybe of all time um, oh, wow. uh, uh, i think they're 
his bass playing is so inventive and so ingenious. Um, I, I don't know anyone who consistently makes better bass lines and more inventive bass lines that, again, I think what they do so well is I say that and you think, oh, it's going to be wanky. Oh, it's going to be technical. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly well-placed pocket that is serving the song, but it's providing something interesting and it's coming in where it needs to and then it's standing back also where it needs to. Like tasteful. It ta- tasteful. Exactly maybe. that. Um, yeah. So I think actually where you've come in, they often have a, I would say, yeah, there's often a single of sorts mm-hmm. that maybe leans on a little bit of electronica, a little bit of kind of indie rock or indie rock electronica. They kind of, kind of very good bedfellows themselves. And, and again, like, um, you know, songs like Regret and stuff like this and Desire. Like there's, sometimes there's even like a 50s kind of influence uh, in sure. it um, with like with the kind of guitar uh, side of things um, and even the kind of sense of, of kind of melody and direction. Um, but I would say that that is merely a string to the bow. I, 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 that, that often appears on a record in some, t- in some form. Um, but on the whole... They they go very wide. I, I would struggle to explain the sound of of, of everything of everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that's where yeah maybe that is where um, I've been at. But the it's interesting you say about like because I know Fever Dream is uh, a more recent album. Yes. And there's a I, I'm sure I've heard a couple of tracks off Arc from mm-hmm. 2013. I think it mm-hmm. is, um, and that struck me uh, if I'm right in thinking more of like a guitar bandy record yeah yeah there's a lot more uh, guitar on that one yeah but when you say about like riffs and these kind of words mm-hmm. it's like where do i find those well let me take you there so i would say on the first record which is where i remember my kiss your bv, um came out and was all over um is that a song title it is yeah uh, oh, it's great. my keys your boyfriend i think but it's my my kiss your bv. Um, it was everywhere, all over the radio. Radio, I don't listen to the radio, but the things that uh, play music. And um, <laughs> I was, I would keep hearing bits. And then, for example, Chris Coulter, who was um, uh, a producer uh, for, for a lot of the Arcane Roots records, um, he had it. Daryl liked it, who was the drummer, and me and Daryl, best of friends. And kind of my, if he likes it, there's, I, I love it. You know, there's, there's right, no, okay. no, 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 uh, obstruction there. Um, so it was kind of left on the table as such. And then, um, it was actually while we were recording London chemistry in Ireland. Um, uh, we recorded it over Christmas and they, um, uh, uh, the other guys uh, went home for Christmas and I stayed uh, by myself. Well, actually I stayed with Adam, um, in Ireland, uh, uh, uh it was my, where my mother's side of the family is in the West. And um, so I um, stole, Chris left his computer like an idiot. Um, (laughs) I just stole his music, didn't I? I just saw it there and I stole it. Um, I went through and he had his hard drives there and I had my hard drive there and I just stole it. Didn't pay for it. And just went through, stole everything I wanted put it on my absolute brick of an iPod and just went for a, about a nine hour walk and just listened to it. 
Mm-hmm. And when I finally took the plunge on it, the again, like the impression I had was this kind of, yeah, like kind of, it was very much of the time. I think James Blake had, was, was kind of finding his popularity yeah. um, and Foles and what, you know, the, the like were kind of quite popular. And it was that kind of time. Um, and I just thought, oh, kind of indie-ish band um, mm. with, you know, some kind of, and a very strong kind of pop sensibility. But like, you know, great, a great track. Delving into the rest, I would say actually of the singles, the album tracks are by far my favourite. Um, Great. Okay. Definitely. Uh, uh, for example, that first album, list, trying to put this together today, mm-hmm. I was struggling to not put a track into the playlist. Um, they are all gr- they're all great albums, and they are all have you know of a. Of a at least for most records, I mean, looking at them here, I struggled to put less than seven on the playlist of some of my favourite songs. Um, and again... Per, al- per album. Per album. Fair, um, fair. So songs like Final Form, Suffragette, Suffragette, um, Waits, Come Alive, Diana, um, Photoshop, Handsome. Like there's loads and loads of kind of pretty bristly like guitar on there, especially Suffragette, Suffragette. Um, They've also got loads of albums. Like yeah. What four, six, eight albums? Yeah. No mess. Tons. Yeah. Yeah. That's like really prolific, and it's like one every two or three years. But and yeah, it's just about. It's weird. It's like just completely it's gone. It's only come, they've only come around into my sphere like mm. recently. So it, have they got more popular, or is it like change of style, or because uh, like for, when you say foals, like I remember um, some of the later foals stuff. They started, seemed to start as an indie band and then mm. became a bit more experimental, I guess, mm. and more, uh, well, my take, a bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I've kind of got into a, a lot of their latest stuff. Um, is it a similar story with these guys? I think they're in that unfortunate <clears throat> position of being a bit too unique. And I think they, for example, their first album... Did, did very, very well for them. And also, like, it lent closer to the, to that tone of kind of indie pop and kind of a bit of electronica that, that, that obviously did them very well. But I think it also pigeonholed them. Mm-hmm. And I think, for you know, they, they didn't fall into being like a Kerrang band or a Metal Hammer band. They were very much an enemy band, if you know what I mean. I th- and, and, yeah. and, and then I think it, it, it's one of those things where, you know, it's something that we suffered certainly as well, was like we're too heavy for pop, you know, radio and we're too uh, uh, poppy for rock radio, you know. And mm-hmm. so I think they suffered a very... They, they, well, they suffer a very similar fate in that trying to, to put them on bills maybe is kind of difficult in that sense. Um, but I think, like I say, it's one of those things where everybody who finds them is like, oh my God, where have you been? I've been looking for someone who does music well, <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and does great, yeah, like I say, great, it's, it's, it's poppy, but only in the sense of, it being a great song with great melodies, great hooks, amazing arrangements and structures, 
But then all this, it's like so inventive. I, I can't stress how inventive their songs are and how interesting they are and how the parts, the guitar parts, some of them are so hard and some of the, really? uh, 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 some of the guitar uh, arrangements are so complicated and like, you know, any, from any influence from, you know, Johnny Greenwood to, uh, to, you know, maybe something like, uh, like Genesis. Um, but then also like someone like Johnny Marr maybe in there as well. Um, but then I would say further afield than that, maybe, you know, like I say, definitely the kinds of chords and the extensions that he's playing, very jazz influenced, very classically influenced. Um, uh, and again, uh, you know, as, as well, they're kind of, uh, their whole process is kind of very, everything is very hybrid. Um, you know, the, the, the bass player plays, you know, like a, a synth as well as his bass on stage and uh, uh, keyboardist, uh, a guitarist also plays, you know, keys as, and the singer also plays guitar, but also like the drum sounds, there's this big mix of, you know, raw organic acoustic sounds versus electronic sounds but they also like amalgamate those sounds as well and kind of play them in these kind of hybrid kits. Um, so again, like yeah, and, lots of and mixing the, and blurring of the lines, um, even in a production I definitely sense. noticed that. I definitely noticed that with, because you kind of like, is this, what is it? <laughs> what is it? Mm-mm. I tried to def- try and define it straight away. And uh, which is probably maybe a problem going into pigeonhole rather than open-minded, sure, you know. And, sure. uh but yeah, you, there's loads of acoustic acoustic drums as well as like triggers and also mm-hmm. very electronicy. But then guitars and real bass. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, the one thing the one thing that I is so I'm really open minded mm-hmm. with voices. Gen- sure. Generally, they don't get in the way of my enjoyment. And I quite often like very marmite mm-hmm. voices. You know that aren't. Down the middle, sure. You know, pure, proper, whatever the words are. Um, I quite like a weird voice, like the dude from Black Midi. Quite odd, sure. like even Idols, a bit shouty. Mm. You know, uh, there's there's a load of examples, but um, this guy's voice is right on the line. I've, I'm thinking about, fun enough, going into it. For me, it, it never really registered. Yes, I think the sticking point potentially could be, if I was looking at it from the outside, would be, yeah, I feel like maybe his voice could attract or detract. Um, uh, he, it's no less of a challenge. I mean, I've said it every record, like you set yourself up for such a difficult live experience. Um very fast, sometimes almost like a rap, um, incredible kind of feats and, and, and very, very high a lot of the time. Um, not, you know, again, there's kind of a, a strong kind of beat influence within, um, the music. I'm pretty sure they make they, he, you know, he often kind of, uh, um, composes the demos in that way, um, just to a kind of a beat, or maybe he comes up with a, a beat and then they try and work it out with the band. Um, mm. again, a lot of kind of, that's that influence and electronic and kind of R and B and hip hop influence. Um, so yeah. So like, uh, I think, yes, if there was a Marmite to it, I think I was trying to find like, oh, where would you, ha- ha- if I was going to critique, 
uh, I think it, it is either your cup of tea or it isn't. And I think that's... Yeah, I don't, he's obviously very talented, don't get me wrong. Mm. And uh, uh, in no way meant disrespectfully at all. It's it's a, just a question of taste. And mm. uh, But I still think, given what I said earlier, that I'm, I'm open-minded to different voices, I guess. Mm. Uh, I c- it's it's not going to stop me. Mm. It's But it's almost like you're saying about um, everything you said about beats and hip-hop and R&B mm. and electronica and all these kind of uh, different ways of writing, different genres of mm. music. All of the things you said, like literally every one of them, I'm I'm picturing a guitar band going, sure. cool, yeah, I know what they're about. Right. And then everything else you said is like stuff I don't know about. Sure. It's like out of my wheelhouse, if you mm-hmm. like. Um, it's it's a vulnerable place to be, Andrew, because, okay. you know, I define myself as a, you know, an open-minded person who's mm-hmm. like, I, I want to, I want to like music. You know, I'm, 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 I'm on side before I even get there, but I'm just out of my comfort zone, I think, with it's, it's like a wolf in sheep's clothing a little bit. Like mm-hmm. you look like one thing, but you're giving me something else. So mm-hmm. where, yeah, it's, it's quite a. It's quite a weird experience, actually, because I, I yeah feel out my depth a bit. Well, I would I would argue it's somewhat of actually of a gateway drug, maybe that I'm I'm giving uh-huh. you, um, and the world, um, high world, um, <laughs> that they that's what I it, it they are like a like um you know in the the film Spirited Away. I've never seen it. You've never seen it. Okay, well. You know, greed. Is it, it reminds me. It reminds me of Up. Is it the same thing? No, no, no. Matthew, Matthew, Matthew. No. So there is an entity in there that basically, at one point, um, is a kind of uh, uh, a very innocent being, and then this is a really uh, long-winded analogy, but I'll try. Uh, and and uh, people, uh, it keeps eating things, and then people realize that if they give it money it will give them like gold or if they give it food it will like give them back whatever they want but it just want it basically becomes kind of corrupted by their the, the greed of the situation and becomes this unstoppable kind of eating machine this is a very bad analogy but the idea to basically is that all of those things that may be scary and you know they may be new to you or you may be just unaware of the influence and control that they have over your life um, everything, everything, they digest that. And that's what I mean. It kind of gets digested and then it gets spat out like something that's, that's you know, that's harmless, but it's it, it has those qualities within it. And I think that's, that is just what they do. Like as the albums go on, they go from being more guitar to less guitar kind of based or, mm-hmm. or maybe like, uh, like, um, you know, the first album I'd say is a pretty decent mix. There's a fair amount of guitar stuff on there. It's quite poppy. Um, it's quite kind of, there's almost like a, a, sometimes there's like a, not a disco, but like there's kind of like a funkier kind of kind of upbeat uh, element to it. Um, then, yeah, Arc is kind of uh, uh, thematically a lot colder and, and a lot kind of, um, a lot more post-apocalyptic almost in a sense. Oh, One cool. thing worth mentioning, and again, I just... The atmosphere that I love about them is that John's lyrics have this incredible nihilistic, post-apocalyptic, like humor to them. Um, 
you know, it's talking about, you know, going to the pearly gates and wondering where you parked your car. Like it's, it's kind of like has this strange twist of like modernism and kind of a critique of modern life. And um, I think I hate my neighbor and all this kind of stuff. Like it's kind of a, there's a, a strong political element. All the words can be at, like, there's in fact on, I think on genius, sometimes he's, um, uh, uh, contributed to some of the meanings um uh nice there's the the lyrics are incredibly in depth and and what i love about them is is yeah they they really have this there's like a humor like a dark sense of kind of black mirror-esque kind of humor within them and and also there's this incredibly nihilistic post-apocalyptic kind of feeling to it but it could be one of the most you know uplifting songs there's a lot of pop references and cultures within there and juxtapositions of different ideas um and definitely i think as the records go on that kind of you know just becomes kind of just more and more apparent and then yeah get to heaven it's a little more electronic a little more poppy and then by the time they get to a fever dream then it's and kind of just sort of flip-flops back in the other direction, a lot more guitar-based, a lot more prog-influenced, um, I would say. Um, again, you know, there's always a, a fair mix of everything, but, um, and then now, you know, then, like, again, went in the, sort of thing, I think they wrote Reanimator during COVID, I think, potentially. Okay. Um, and again, swings, needle swings, kind of back the other way, but they're kind of exploring... Um, what is in less guitar? Um, not necessarily less. I would when I say less guitar, I don't mean um, less appearances. I mean maybe less guitar based. Um, driven, yeah. uh, 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 again, I think what Alex does really well is kind of um, uh, kind of the Ed O'Brien effect in that he kind of composes parts that are incredibly inventive and fit perfectly within an electronic sphere. Without uh, kind of uh, uh, his approach to the guitar is really refreshing in that sense in that he plays the guitar very differently on those songs and and manages to kind of find you know be at home within an, a, a song that maybe sits in a more electronic landscape and he he kind of again you 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 can't play guitar in a guitar like way Mm -hmm. in in that sphere if that makes sense um well i wonder i wondered when when you said it was written in covid though uh whether that dictated it if you couldn't potentially if, yeah. if, if the I don't know if the singer guy writes most of the stuff um, I think there's a a good I think John is responsible the singer for bringing a lot of ideas but I think um, I think uh, like Alex for example the guitar player he produced the last record um, oh, right, okay. so I think there's kind of a bit of I think they kind of just bring stuff in and out and it's kind of hey I'm going to send this to the to John and see if he likes it I think there's a lot a lot of kind of um and maybe that's that's the reason behind it there's a lot of regurgitating and a lot of kind of reinterpreting mm -hmm. of each other's demos so i think that's why they it does come out how it does because it, there is no singular voice as such you know i see but it's just, it does strike me as like uh quite unlimited in possibility as in mm. uh no one's going this is a metal album this is a this album mm. you know it seems like wide scoping and open-minded you know, yeah which yeah is yeah quite again quite appealing in principle um have you seen them live i have seen them live in a lighthouse um no uh uh on a lighthouse on um wherever the o2 arena is but there is a um 
London. There's a lighthouse there that's been decommissioned. And I've seen them. We, we used to kind of play. We always wanted to play with them. Um, they are literally one of my favorite bands. Um, but we had always play around each other. And so I, I, we were lucky sometimes that we were playing on the same bill, but a different stage. So I could go and so I, I saw them. Um, we were lucky to see them quite a few times on tour. In, in, or maybe they were in the, you know, venue, there was like a venue festival where there's loads of different venues all putting on the, and we managed to kind of blag our way into uh, seeing them. Uh, incredible live, uh, live band. And I think, again, like the, as far as the kind of regurgitation, I think they've added a keyboard player now. Um, mm. uh, but again, yeah, I think they, they really kind of managed to bring all their different elements and sounds together, um, live. And again, it's his own thing. The guitar elements are a lot more, you know, it's a, there's a kind of in the same way that I think what, what Biffy do really well is that like, you know, they record these kind of big sounding grandiose, modern pop rockish sounding things. But then when you see them live, it's a, it's a guitar it's band, raw, do you know what I mean? It's raw, yeah, yeah, yeah and, yeah, and it's yeah. a lot more raw. And I think they they really lean into that as well um, with a oh, live cool. experience and and kind of make the electronic stuff a lot more raw in that sense as well. So, well, maybe that maybe that's the first thing to do is go and see them. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you can. But also, you must have been in a quite a big lighthouse, I imagine. I imagine it know, wasn't I, actually. I just pictures about no. Yeah, it was for like a, a really random some kind of like one off event, and it was just them playing. Um, oh, cool. and it was like some, I think it was, it was like the company who was filming it. It was like their thing and you could win tickets and Sophia managed to win tickets and we went a, oh, cool. a long time ago now. Um, but, uh, yeah, incredible life. And, and if anything, they've, they've just got better and better. And, and as a huge testament to John, the singer, like he, he, he absolutely nails it and those vocal lines are incredibly challenging and mm -hmm. a lot of breathy fast you know nothing really kind of letting up um so yeah, yeah incredible live band definitely definitely go and see them if you can nice nice all right well in terms of like um where should i start songs wise because it's all about the album tracks right that's uh, what i think i've I've missed a trick. There was a song, I'm sure. I tried to remember what it was, but couldn't for the life of me. Uh, I thought I'd have favorited it. But um, someone played me a song off Ark a while ago. Is it Cough Cough? Was an album track. That's the, the opener, right? Yeah. Um, maybe. But mm. I remember really liking it and going, oh, okay, maybe this is my angle. This sure. is my end. Um, so yeah, what, what is Cough Cough the where? Where well, should well, I be? Uh, yeah, as we said, actually, when we were talking about Biffy, Mm -hmm. And we're talking about like, is there a track that it's just like, it's got all the bits. Yeah. I would say Cough Cough from uh, Ark is definitely a great contender for that. It's a great intro. And a great intro to them. Listen to the bass. <laughs> Listen to the bass. Some of my favorite, maybe my favorite bass line ever. It's just... It came out, cough, the video for Cough Cough came out as we were recording Blood and Chemistry uh, uh, a little bit later on than when I first listened to them. And like, we were just like, put it on the, like, <laughs> I think we're in the middle of doing something. We put it on the TV where the console was. We're like, no more music. <laughs> like, put uh, Dan, no, no, no. We need to put, can I, how can I make this play through there? 
We need to make yeah. this play through here. And we had it on the big speakers, on the big TV, and we watched it like 50 times. And um, yeah. It's a valuable, Joe, a valuable use of studio time. I exactly. Like time is money, man. <laughs> and um, I, I would say uh, maybe, again, maybe um, as kind of admitting my own uh, um, prejudice, um, mm -hmm. is that every what I love about them and what seems to happen is everything I'm interested in between the three years of them being released, I seem to like, gar I find like, I feel like I like garner my own interest. I'm like, oh, I'm really interested in this kind of music and, oh, and then I'm studying about it and I'm like, oh yeah, and I'm, oh, I'm going to, maybe the new, some of the new music, I'm like, maybe that's going to have that on it and I'm, like, oh, I'm so original and I'm going to look up this. And then they drop an album and I'm like, oh, that's everything I was interested in. Guaranteed. It's everything. It's everything, everything. Literally everything, everything. Yeah. Um, and I would say that A Fever Dream is close to being my favourite album ever. It's very close. It was very big for me when it came out. It was huge for me when it came out. And I listened to, I really went in hard on that record. Well, it has it's 2017 ish, is it? I think so. Yeah, mate. It was yeah. just after we did um, Melancholia Hymns. So, yeah, I, I remember we were promoting it and that album came out. And I was like, thank God it didn't come out before we were writing the <laughs> record because we've been in trouble. Because um, it just r ran my life. And the whole band, we would just listen to it literally on repeat all the time. In my, It's one of the near perfect records, in my opinion. Um, as that, is, is, that is, that's high praise. As is, as is the first record, I must say. Man Alive as well. They're all really strong. Uh, the last two records, Reanimator and Raw Data Feel, um, uh, I would say are maybe closer to some of their kind of, uh, um, like a little more electronic, a little more popular. So if that's what you're interested in, um, certainly Raw Data Feel, I, I, I think like if you have any interest in actual electronica um, and you want to hear that, that kind of band really digest that kind of music, it's absolutely incredible. Um, I'd say like if you're looking for a good mix between kind of guitar music and pop writing and, and everything, I would say a really good place to start is probably the first record. I, Man Alive, I don't think, I think if you could, if you ingested that and you're like, oh my God, either, you know, it, and it could be you like a couple of songs and then that bleeds into more. I think you'd really know where to go from there, if that makes sense, just because it's a good blend of all their their interests. Um, I would actually say Get to Heaven is the, the album I'm least familiar with. Um, but that was, that was, is that the one with the really like, um, it's like yellow and pink cover? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Cause it was really, I remember that coming out and it's very distinctive in look. I mm. saw it everywhere. Mm -mm -mm. Um, but again, <laughs> I just, it's, I love the artwork that like the artwork is so, Queens of the Stone Age kind of feeling to it sometimes. That, it re actually really style. does, yeah, yeah. yeah. But very, also very different each time. Mm -hmm. uh, like, there's no real. This probably is a red thread, but it, it's very like one at a time. You know, it's just each is its yeah, own. Yeah, they are their own thing. I wouldn't say that there's a gentle curve of change between all of them. Mm. Um, I think from the first record being fairly mixed in its in its uh, what they became. I'd say Ark, Ark, kind of, they, Ark, 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 they took that, uh, the second album, they take that a little bit further. It's a little bit darker in tone. 
Um, uh, the guitar is kind of prominent, but in very different ways. Uh, um, uh, a bit more, it's a bit more in line with the songwriting. Um, and then, yeah, to the and then get to heaven is is a little a lot poppier, has a lot more R and B influence in it. I think it has um, a, a lot more electronic influence in it, but it still has um, you know that kind of pop sensibility. Fever Dream kind of goes swings back the other way. I would say a lot more band based songs, a little bit maybe I say like almost Radiohead and Nine Inch Nails, but then also like like a prog guitar kind of influence. There's a lot more kind of almost similar to the first record and that it, it has like like some riffs in it and and kind of again this is kind of peak trump presidency type thing right, and then right. reanimator and raw data feel is starting to kind of move back towards um the electronic side of things um mm. i would say reanimator definitely has a big radiohead influence on it and then raw data feel there's almost an apex twin element there's a lot more modular synths on there and that side of things um as well and again I, that's what you know taking electronica and making it that that level of electronica and, and making it kind of more palatable it was absolutely where i was at as that record came out and then to to have a song like teletype or something like that come out or um uh in birdsong before that um, which was on the modular i was like ah that's it's like scratching my itch you know so mm-hmm. i would say yeah the first i i would say maybe man alive or a fever dream, depending on where you want to start. If you, let's say, your mm-hmm. majority of our audience is maybe guitar based, mm-hmm. and then you could kind of, you know, follow your nose from 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 there. But I think, other than maybe, yeah, if you wanted to do cough cough as a just one track, you should hear. Oh, there's so many incredible songs, though. That makes sense to me. It's the first album like uh, well produced. Because that's always a factor they, in my opinion. They are all very well produced. I would say of the highest production. Okay, okay. So incredible, incredible production. And again, same following that same contract of just quality and, and just inventive. Um, and again, the, the things that they are doing and the ways that they are arranging those songs are really hard and really inventive to get the sounds that they're getting and and to bring all those elements together and make them palatable and also make them work both live or on a record it is super hard, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So um, they are 110% worth your time. I don't, I don't know anyone who said, Oh, I don't like them after mm-hmm. I've recommended them. Um, yeah. I would say cough cough uh, is, is a great track to jump into. I think um, if you want like guitar stuff, suffragette, suffragette from man alive or Ivory Tower from a fever a fever dream, um, but yeah, there's songs like like Planets, um, some really cool time signature bass songs. Planets from Reanimator is a great song. Um, I duet like titles as well. Yeah, exactly. Duet. Actually, you know, I don't know why this is going. This is a complete shinfo, but the house <laughs> is dust. That title just sort of comes back to me like a bad memory every now and like it just like you know when you're just doing something and then something just creeps into your consciousness just the title the house is dust just kind of seems to creep in every now and then it's Um, good imagery don't try also from arc is a fantastic song um uh, night of the long knives from a fever dream amazing um yeah uh leviathan from uh, their latest album raw data feel incredible song 
Uh, and also In Birdsong from Reanimator as well is another, uh, just a beautiful song. I hope I've, I hope that's kind of as a wide, wide of a of a element I could give you. Um, maybe Final Form from Man Alive as well is another kind of great bit India, but but still popular. Um, nice. But yeah, just just honestly, I've, my my playlist is basically their albums, so I'll try and whittle it down to <laughs> to something <laughs> yeah. more palatable. Um, but yeah, just incredible band. Um, and uh, check out our playlist. We're going to kind of mash something together and um, nice. hopefully give you a great place to start. Um, well, this this would be useful for me to be honest. This yeah. this is where I'm going to start. Amen. So, and also it's worth saying. There's a, a little window of time to add your pick to our playlist if you think there we've is. missed anything. Um, so, yeah. Nice one. Thank you, Andrew, for sharing. You're welcome, Matthew. Your enthusiasm and knowledge. <laughs> I will take it on. Yeah. It's good. Though. It's like, it's I always, like we said, I think with um, uh, St. Vincent, you mm. know, it's like the, when it's quite broad and there's quite a lot to get into, knowing where to start is important so yeah, yeah. and and knowing that you would like it mm-hmm. i think that's the, my main thing i'm like i i should i should like these i'm missing something so sure. help <laughs> um, yeah well we'll see you next tuesday i guess we will indeed. playlist is in the description if you want us yeah give us a shout if you want to um see us talk about some other people and we'll do that yeah uh yeah we'll be let, here next tuesday let us know on our Join. discord as well like i say do Dude, this conversation is a 24-hour element. Um, So if you are looking for somewhere where you can jump in, that's kind of how we see the Discord uh, uh, as well, is just kind of bringing in all these informations. We're so lucky to have such an amazing um, community there who are just great music appreciators. So like... It's uh, a privilege to have, you know, more of ourselves to, to and, and like I say, they feed us this stuff. So that's, you know, we're, we're, um, we're blessed twice in that sense. There you go. Nice. All right. Well, we'll uh, thanks to the Patreons and we'll see you next time. Oh, and you can, if you check out our affiliates as well, we have brand new uh, affiliate, affiliacy with um, the amazing musicism. Um, so if you're looking for some really cool, in my uh, uh, opinion, really unique guitar courses. Um, please check them out um, in the link below or use the code Music is Everything, um, and that would really help us with no cost to yourselves. So thanks very much. Bye, everyone. See you later. Bye.